0: SEO this week. Hey everyone, welcome to SEO this week, episode 195. Thank you all for joining me. Appreciate you. I don't have a whole training section today, so I know a lot of you guys enjoy those and appreciate them. I uh, just didn't really have any too much in the way of ideas and, and where to go. Um, so, what we're going to do is uh, look at the news, kind of show those and highlight those a little bit. And then I do want to talk about a review schema, uh, and how to look at your competitors and determine what they're using uh, in regards to how to trigger those stars if Google's going to let you do it. So, and I say if because there's no guarantee that just because you put the schema on a web page uh, that you're going to actually get it. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, they changed that uh, uh, quite some time ago. Uh, First, they removed it so that you couldn't have uh, schema on your website or homepage, and if you had it on there, it wasn't going to show, and then they started handing out manual penalties for people who just kind of put schema across the entire site. Uh, because, I mean, let's face it, we're SEOs, and if they have the stars and the stars increase click-through rate, we're going to try it, right? So uh, they uh, they were handling those out for a while, and now it's, it's almost as if there's really no rhyme or reason to what triggers them. Uh, and so I'm going to look at that and kind of figure out if we can determine uh, some some methods to increase your odds uh, to get them to show up. So hopefully uh, that'll be interesting for you. Uh, otherwise, it'll be a relatively short episode. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to the uh, Apple podcast, please do me a favor and leave a review on there. I know we're just bringing it back up. The, the downloads are picking up uh, slowly but surely, I'll pot, um, just kind of as people get used to me actually uh, syndicating again. Uh, regularly and hopefully we can get that back to where it was Uh, if you're on the YouTubes hit the thumbs up thumbs down subscribe uh, leave a comment in the in the chat or in the comments below that increases engagement and uh, shows gets YouTube show off the channel to more people or at least specific videos who knows maybe I'm not even that interesting but um, you guys can drop it all out for me and I appreciate you also, if you are subscribed and you want to be on the live version, make sure you hit the bell so you get notifications. Um, those work uh, really well. I'm signed up to a few of them myself. They, they, actually, if you manage those, they don't get to be too much of a hassle, um, and you can uh, get new information that you want. So I think it's, it's a pretty cool feature. So go ahead and try that as well. With that, let's show the uh, stories today. Um, no fancy presentation graphics, sorry, but, um, I hope you guys will appreciate it. Uh, first one is this entity extraction tool. Uh, this is a, it's, it's actually really a cool, basically what you can do is take your content and drop it in here, your entire article, for example, go into a word thing and then click extract entities and it brings those out for you. In this case, I'll just click this so you can see an example so, Mona Lisa, uh, oil painting, Leonardo da Vinci, the Louvre, and, and Paris, uh, and and those are the entities that are in here. One downside is you don't get the links, the Wikipedia or the Knowledge Graph machine readable IDs uh, out of these. You click on it, and it opens up this little information card, which is um, interesting in and of itself, uh, but... Other than that, it's kind of, you get to see that. I would use this, let's say you're using a tool like Surfer, in links phrase or whatever, and you optimize it and you're getting ready to go to schema point and you think maybe you're missing some schema uh, that could help out a little bit. Drop your content in here and, and see if you can get some of these top entities out of here. Another good thing is I'm not sure if Dandelion API, how their support and stuff is and how they're doing with this, but maybe you could actually talk them into feeding this stuff out in the API response. Let's see what this says. Okay, so it's got the Wikidata in there, the Wikipedia stuff, but it doesn't have the machine readable ID, but it does have the DP media in there. So that's interesting. Uh, Something that you could play with. Uh, within your schema. If anything, you can kind of pull this out, but you see it's not giving you the full wiki response. So you really got to have your own um, API to to kick it in to get the full response. But maybe they can work on that, and that will be pretty cool. But in the meantime, this is really handy. Just, you know, you can actually go through this list, see if there's some big things in there that you may or may not want to add to your overall schema. Um, and that those other tools maybe just kind of, Overlooked, uh, so pretty cool. All right, next is a uh, 20, 2021 PBN best practice guide. The title is pretty damn clickbait, in my opinion. So, be, <laughs> wait, but it is a good article. So, the rank Club is a PBN link seller. So, kind of take it for what it's worth. And it says the best practices guide backed by data. And what the data is, is their users. And they said they go over, what do they say? We have years of data, a few, the last few years. I mean, what is the last few years? It could be the last two, right? Um, we don't know. Uh, but this is stuff that their users are doing and how they're using PBM backlinks. I don't know that this, I entirely agree with everything that's in here uh, in the implementations of PBS, in particular, like link philosophy, three to four links per month. I mean that's a good number if you're buying links, right? Uh, two well, average link costs about one fifty each, right? That's kind of the average for back backlink these days, roughly around one fifty. So that's what two, one, two, three, four, five, six hundred bucks a month for four PBN links. That kind of makes financial sense. Um, but is there a a, uh, a point to that in regards to rankings. Uh, I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of rough to think about. Uh, and then the accounts and how many PBNs and can you point PBNs to your homepage. And this is based off of what users are doing and taking that data. One thing I like here is the anchor text review of what users are doing. The brand URL, 20, 24%. is kind of typical of what I'm doing. Target keyword, 46%. I expect that to be higher, uh, to be entirely honest, because this is private blog networks. These are your best links. So I would think that a PBNs would be up in like the 75 range for the target, um, maybe 25 for brand local, but I wouldn't pay for a brand or a URL backlink that that's what the other types of websites, the web twos, and all that stuff is for. Uh, and then topical, that would probably be 25%. So 25% exact match and then topical. The, is, or 75% exact match and then 25% topical on my paid links. I'm not paying $600 for you to list my URL. Sorry, not doing it. Uh, and let's see. Linking to YouTube. Not doing that either. Uh, and let's see. niche specifics. This is kind of who's buying backlinks. You kind of see the... The mix is pretty well spread out, and it's only in who's buying backlinks from this service, so it's only based off of their their marketing, right? Um, Home services. I think home services in general, more likely, this is probably local stuff. Uh, SEO sites, not too many. That makes sense. We don't really do a very good job of marketing our own websites as SEO agencies anyway, so um, that kind of makes sense to me. And then the rest of this stuff is like, eh, okay, this is interesting. Sending PBN links to your actual tier ones. I like that idea. I, I kind of do that a lot just to keep everything a little bit safer. Uh, so something to keep on and see how your competition is doing and stuff as well. So like I said, this is based off of their users. Is not necessarily a best practice guide. It's more of a guide to what your competition is doing uh, in link building. So... Enjoy that one, I think. I think you guys will enjoy that. The Comforting Barrage SEO and A-B Testing. This article is actually pretty good, and it got some heat on Twitter. You can find the link in the Twitter link in the comments. But really, at the end of the day, what AJ is saying is, the the short version is, do A-B testing, fine. Just understand what it is, and understand that... Uh, You have to implement a lot of stuff from your A-B testing versus just the big winners and the big losers uh, in order to get the most out of it. And the graph here is kind of says it all, right? So you see this graph where the testing results indicate that the traffic should be going up by like 230%, I think is what it says, 250%. But the actual growth is only 30%. And why is that? Well, the the testing results kind of skew that out a little bit. Um, and uh, when you actually decide what to implement and how to implement it, et cetera, it gets to be a pain. So the short version of this article is do A-B testing, just start implementing more things and change your thinking about uh, what is worth it and what is not, uh, which is um, something that I think you guys will actually enjoy. It. I know I enjoyed it from a testing perspective. So check out this article. Read his perspective on it. Uh, Will, what the heck's his name? Will, Will, I know it's Will, Critchlow from Distilled. He's, a, they also have an A-B testing tool. And obviously he disagreed with uh, his points, uh, but he agreed with some of them. So I think you would look at this uh, as a, And and here's the Twitter link right here I was talking about in the comments. You go through that, and you can hear the points and different perspectives, and it's really great when you're talking about SEO testing and the different ways and methodologies and beliefs about and applying, all that stuff is uh, really cool. And in that spirit, Matt Diggity did an article as well, SEO Testing, The Secret to Maximize Your Traffic and Website Profits. Um, I'll tell you I occasionally I heard every once in a while uh, of test results coming from Matt Diggity. he's longtime link builder, longtime SEO longtime affiliate marketer um, uh, before search intelligence agency came along though not really many a whole lot of people were talking about testing they said they did test it I tested this thing on my site and it went up. Um, I mean, we all did that, right? Uh, but no one really said, oh, we're doing testing and here's these structured tests things. Uh, and Matt Diggity jumped on that bandwagon. I think it was the affiliate lab, it was what he's got now. It used to be something with Mark Luckenball and a few other guys. And Um, and then he took off and went to, uh, affiliate lab and he's got his own, I'm not going to say it's a testing group, but it is a training center where you can learn some of the stuff that he's doing. That's working for him in his business and it's always good in the model success, right? Or at least find some good things. So I would check this out and, and learn his perspective on testing uh, and the uh, challenges of, in this case, he's challenging single variable testing versus multivariable, multivariable testing in multiple uh, cases and all that stuff. And we've already addressed this in SIA. I've already talked to this agnosium. I think I've mentioned Terry Kyle's rank, rank ranking random ranking factor over and over again in SIA and uh, internet marketing gold. Uh, and I think, and, and so this is, this stuff isn't really new, but it's kind of positioned, and I'm not going to say completely positioned, but it's kind of positioned where, oh, your single variable tests are just not enough, and doing it only on one website is not enough, and also you got this thing here, and all of those things are all things that we've all considered so making an argument before against testing testing methodology is kind of dorkish uh in in my opinion it's kind of like oh we're trying to set ourselves apart you know what i mean but there's many there's many levels to testing first level single variable testing what is the is x a ranking factor and you do that because you want to eliminate everything else, ranking, uh, keywords, links. You want to eliminate everything else to see if that one thing you're testing is a ranking factor. Number two, is it repeatable? Not A-B testing in this case, but is it repeatable? Can I do that one ranking factor on multiple domains be, or and multiple web pages because web pages and domains themselves are treated differently and they had their own different set of rules almost as much as different keywords do. Can I do that factor on multiple domains? So it's not a B testing you're doing it and making sure that it works across the board. And then three is uh, using multiple controls. So uh, and, and then four is actually testing it on your website. Like I can get 10 websites To be, to clear through the random ranking factor, I can get 10 websites with the control pages and the experiment pages all to pass and say it's a ranking factor. My single variable test can say it's a ranking factor and then I can apply it to your website and it doesn't do dick. It's just, that's just the way that that stuff is, um, is kind of, kind of works out, right? So you, at the end of the day, after you've identified all that stuff, you still have to figure it all out to see if it works on yours. Uh, he does provide some example tests, which is really cool. I kind of liked his write ups, but kind of don't because, um, it's not entirely, Like, I don't know the the controls like I did. Let's say, let's go, let's go. Here's number one. Um, Here's a setup. Where is it? 50 pages were chosen over 10 websites. Is it, if it's 10 websites, was that five pages each website? Or is it 50 pages across the 10 websites? And some have five, some have one, some have 25. How is that uh, spread out? Each page had flat rankings. So um, more than likely, it's it's there. It's been settled. It's not bouncing around left and right. It's not doing anything. So to me, that would indicate you're not doing on-page optimization. You're not doing uh, NLP. And then you added NLP-friendly content. Did you do that at a certain percentage? Is it all the way across the board for each one? Or is some optimized where you're using Surfer and he's... I, an investor in surfer. I'm not, if not even a co-owner. Um, are you uh, uh, optimizing for the same score percentage? Is the competition level all of the same across all the board? Um, those kind of things, right? Uh, and then finally, the average increase and decrease in rankings and rich snippets. Is rich snippet a really a reward? <sighs> Who knows? Um, but you see, he used rich snippets, and he got more rich snippets by optimizing with NLP in this test. So um, I think the the write-ups could be a lot better. Um, but at the end of the day, it's still testing cool things that, that we would like to know. Um, here's another one, clickbait titles. Stopped working, he's got him here, so ClipBake still works. We, I think we all know that. I don't know if we need a test to figure that out. Is that really an SEO test? I don't think so. I think you could have ran that on Twitter, uh, set up a, especially an account like his where he's got a lot of engagement and then just set up some random, uh, found like a test set of 50 um, things and saw what happened. In, in regards to click through rate. Cause that's what the test is positioned as he's testing CTR. Uh, and you can test CTR with titles inside of an active social media account easily. Uh, and you don't even have to mess with your site SEO. So this one cost him this actual test on these URLs actually cost traffic. Um, and it's, that's, is that really an SEO thing or a CTR copywriting thing? Kind of a blend, right? Um, so, but still interesting nonetheless. And then, do those uh, irrelevant pages hurt your hurt your site? This was only done on one site. Uh, Forty URLs from the set. Uh, let's see. Oh no, there's eight medium websites chosen. Forty URLs for set, uh, and he links to one page with irrelevant internal links. That's actually kind of good to know let's say you build out a silo, you got your money page, you do five supporting pages, and then um, you just want to see how many more you can do. You can use those irrelevant pages and, and send links to that money page and see what happens. So um, that's really cool to know. It's on, across eight websites here. Uh, let's see, 12% traffic improvement. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, ten percent ranking improvement. I'll take it. That's the difference between ten and five, right? Um. So, and if you've got twelve percent traffic increase and you're converting at, you know, five five percent of those visitors, and you make ten thousand dollars a sale, worth that. Uh. So check these out. Check the tests out. Check out diggity style, uh. And uh, just you know, understand that there's there's more ways to skin a cat. I've given you two SEO testing um, posts here. You can kind of bounce your, your thoughts across those, and I, I would love to hear them uh, as you go through those. Uh, next is regex for marketers. Uh, I haven't talked about any analytics and Cushing in quite some time. Bought this book, still sitting in my bookshelf, wait, collecting dust, waiting for me to read it. <laughs> uh, but I love reading their content and she doesn't put out a whole lot of stuff. So uh, this is about regex. If you don't know what it is, is basically it's, it's just kind of a, an easier, it's like Code to write things a little bit easier. Simple expressions, regular expressions is what it's called, uh, and you can build those out uh, for SEOs. If you've ever used Screaming Frog, regex comes in really handy for filtering, etc. Um, and there's a ton of other uses of those. Programmer that guy that I know that does a lot of programming and stuff. You all know him too, Ted Gebitis. He codes in Java, and he recommended that I learn regex as well because it makes it easier um in java and it also does it easier in python so and i'm still working on learning those two things so this is a good article comes with a video for those of us that are visually inclined learners that's me uh and then a nice description of some things that go along in here uh, about um uh about Rege- regex and then as you get down into the bottom some things that you can do with it along uh and some things that you can actually test uh, to To see if you can pull that stuff out. It's really, really cool. Uh, there is a book, Regex, book, Amazon, that was recommended to me. This one. Mastering Regular Expressions, $20. Uh, I got it for, I got it, paid. I bought the book, like the hard copy on Amazon. So where it is hard copy, $44. Totally worth it. Get that. It was recommended to me. There's some other books in here that get recommended like this regular expressions cookbook and stuff. I will probably get that, but not until after I get through the actual, the first, the first book, but you can check that out. And there's a couple more in there. Uh, again, based on your, your learning style, you'll actually pick some more stuff up out of that. And then finally is the change to Google's developer guides, which will bring me into this week's training session. And what they did is they uh, fixed the way where they showed actual types of schema that are getting um, the benefit of having uh, rich reviews. So if you scroll all the way down is item reviewed and then, Prop required properties, uh, one of valid types is kind of the set. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 different types that you are allowed to use. Aggregate rating. Aggregate rating happens to drive the review stars, unless you are doing an actual review and then you get the, um, then you only need the one uh review okay i know that's complicated but um uh, for the most part aggregate ratings is what is driving the review stars and that's what shows up inside of um the schema now here's the the other one uh, persons or properties and that is just the review version right and you could actually assign that to a person and copy the review, say your Google My Business or whatever, and drop that in there if you only have one. Uh, and then you go into the aggregate rating when you have like 88, 200, or whatever. Um, so, So now we have these different types. So book, course, event, how to, local business, product, recipe, software, app. Software app I use a lot, Uh, product I use a lot, local business we use a lot. Um, And it also supports reviews for the following schema types, which is interesting to me, is organization. I don't remember this one being in here before. Um, So the organization schema, we can actually get aggregate rating, and there it is right there, which is Really cool, especially if you're doing um, a local business and you want to aggregate all of your ratings from Facebook, uh, Google My Business, Yelp, uh, whatever, all those directories, add them all up and then count that as your thing, your your rating, then it's perfectly acceptable under the organizational schema. Still be careful, though, uh, especially if you use an organization schema templates, you don't want to put that on all your websites. On, uh, across your entire website. You want to have the aggregate rating? Probably only on your homepage because uh, you don't want it to compete with your local business stuff or your product ratings and all that stuff. So that particular screen, schema, you only want on your homepage. Downside of that is Google doesn't show schema on homepages. So are you really, is it really worthwhile? I mean, eh. Is it really worthwhile? If you do local business, you're on a local business page, um, and you have a page specific to a service, and you put the aggregate rating on it there. You don't. You again, you can't put it site wide because it's going to trigger um, manual review. Eventually, it's not automatic. Is more than likely. You're going to get review stars. Someone's going to go through there and find them and be pissed off because they can't get review stars. So they're going to report you to Google, and then you get a manual penalty. So that's one year later that you, after waiting for the or getting increased CTR. Um, so that's kind of a risk versus reward kind of thing. You know, think about that and how you how you want to play it out. I just, you know, I use local business. I use local business pages, so I just put it on that one page, and them a whole lot safer. But how do we get them to fire? That's the the real question. So let's look at. I want to um, look at. I want to look at. I want to look at. I want to look at. Not that. Care about that hack? I want to look at reviews. We're going to do I'm going to aggregate rating, and I look at the JSON structure, and you see it right there. This structure right here is the same, regardless of where you're putting it in. Aggregate rating, the rating count, the value, and the rating count. That's that those four lines is what drives this the snippets. The the trick is figuring out for your um search query what is what are they looking for, right? So let's go um I need to market. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Um garage door Houston. That's not good. Garage door marketing in Houston. We scroll down. And we're looking for stars. And there's one. Google's got one. Or there was one. uh, Action Garage Door and SearsGarageDoor.com. So let's look at both of those sites. And then that's a Sears site. And this is, I bet you, this is a local business site. So that's good. There's two different types of sites that have it. Then we're going to test in the... Google structured data testing tool and local business schema and home and construction which is essentially a local business schema. So we know that and now we're looking for aggregate rating. It's not in there. And I like to highlight here. There's there's image errors and um, and stuff inside of the schema, right? One error and two warnings, and this is a Sears site. This kind of the it's not because they're bad. It's just that it's pain in the ace to um, to um, uh, programmatically do schema. Uh, you can there's only so many things that you can do programmatically and pull that in. Uh, to build this out entirely and in this case the the aggregate rating still is not even in there so let's look at the product and there it is so product schema drew for this page and this isn't even a product it's not like a product so let's check this out Garage Door of Houston, aggregate rating. Here's the reviews, the reviews, the reviews. Uh, Written out, like I told you before, you can write them out. Have them inside of here. It's really good for getting keyword stuff in there, especially if your users are doing that. And then all of those reviews that are on the page are highlighted. And trying to go, trying to go, trying to go. Yeah, that's it. There's no, there's no, it's not even, it's product schema. The type is product, but it's a service. These guys are doing a service, not a product. So uh, we're going to keep that top of mind right now. So there's product. And then let's look at this one, home and construction, web page. I want to see if they have a product inside of here. This is Yoast schema. Yeah, that's Yoast. You can pick that out. Easy, web page, home and construction. Uh, I bet you this is Yoast Local. For giggles, let's see. That's actually set up with microdata, um, which is going away soon. So if you got microdata on your sites, you need to figure that out. Um, All right, so let's go aggregate ratings right there. And it is under the home and construction business, there's the reviews, there's the reviews, and reviews. So what are, what are the two things that we're seeing? Um, it's not necessarily related to the product schema, and it's not necessarily related to the home and construction business because it's there. But both of those have the aggregate rating right there, and both of those have the reviews written out. Okay, so we got that. So the, both those are aggregating and both those have their reviews written out. Let's look at another city. Name a city. Name a city. Uh, let's see. Um, let's stay in Texas. Let's go. Action Garage Doors. Is that the same one we just opened? It is. So we know what they're doing. And there's none in there. So we're fine. Let's see. Fort Worth. Uh, Action Garage Doors. Uh, we already know that they're doing it. So let's go L Paso. Uh, Sears Garage Doors. All right, let's get out of Texas. Let's go to um, Reno. Uh, nobody. Nobody gets stars. Let's go to Las Vegas. Nobody rates stars. Let's check page two, because we're going to be on here forever. See so again. Let's go to Seattle. Does Atlanta have some? That would be awesome if Atlanta has some. Let's try Atlanta. Yes. Vinay wins. All right, so this one, run through the tool. Product is there. We'll just check product because it's obvious. There's the aggregate rating. These are two extra lines that you can have, as you've seen from the other examples. We don't have to have worst rating and best rating, but reviews are there. Review bodies there. The name, the author of the review is there, and there's a whole lot of them. Uh, I would argue that you probably don't have to do like if you have 88 reviews, you probably don't have to put 88 in there. I think that would be safe to say. Um, maybe if it find your top ten that have your keywords in there and use that. But so far, aggregate ratings required, and then the reviews required. All right, so there's that one. Um, another city. Come on, we want to see if that's a, the entire pattern that we need to do. Give me something. Give me some cities. Come on, you. I know there's. I know there's a bunch of you be watching. Uh, let's see. We got Atlanta. Let's go to Miami. Everyone likes Miami. Uh, no review stars. Check page two. No review stars. All right. Let's go to uh, St. Paul. I don't even know where I thought of St. Paul, but it showed up in my head. Nope. Let's go to um, Reading. Uh, Nope. Let's look at a couple of these. I'm going to see. I want to see. Years, span score, follow. I thought I had a tool that wouldn't let me. Schema was even on the page. I'm probably thinking Cora because I can do it with Cora, and you know, see if the if it's there. <laughs> if I thought if I thought this was going to be a geography test, I would visit. <laughs> That's awesome, uh, clown. Uh, let's see, Geo's no aggregate rating in there anyway. Uh, some Yo schema h entry. This is garbage. If you're a theme developer and you're watching this, get rid of this stupid markup inside of your themes, please. Pointless. Has absolutely zero value. H-entry. Come on. Uh, Let's see. Oh, San Diego. You guys are making me use my brain. I can't even... Yeah, did I spell it right? Yeah, I did. Jeez. San Diego. Sears again Nope Nope Let's see I'm surprised Google hasn't hit me with a recapture yet We've been doing a lot of searches here Yelp Yelp Ace Gardner Door Pros Precision Doors Angie's List What the hell's going on? All these people, you go into groups, right? You go into SEO groups, and you talk to webmasters, and they're all, we use schema. We're handwriting our schema. Well, clearly freaking not. I've hit some of the major markets in the United States, for crying out loud, and um, we're not running in the schema. So you're all full of complete crap. uh let's see uh Brooklyn Sean recommended Brooklyn no oh what's the name of the song? Oh, I can not remember it uh trying to tip of my tongue something something for Brooklyn uh let's see if this one's got Brooklyn garage doors, the ugliest website on the planet schema structured data. There it is. It's got it. Let's see what it's got. There's the review types and the review rating. But there was no stars. So what could that mean? One, could mean that Google is not showing this for those, but we know that they're showing it because there's uh, stars back here for the Sears site. So they are showing stars, uh, but the structured data is the same. So they only have one review, and they're not using aggregate Rating so just because you only have one review doesn't mean you don't have to use aggregate, you don't, you can't use aggregate rating. Switch that over aggregate rating, and this part is good. Here's actually the review with the description, so that's good. We know that from the other sites, we want to see that, Um, but we're not seeing aggregate rating, so that's why that one's a hot busted mess. Uh, let's see, no sleep till booking. There you go, Jesus. Um, let's go. Do they even... They have garage doors in Jersey. Let's go. Jersey. Overhead doors. No, no. All right. Let's see what this says. This site is uh, Overhead Garage Door Service Precision. So we're going to test this schema. And we are looking at... this and this is holy balls how's this site number one come on test it one more time this like crazy slow and irresponsive uh while we're waiting for that one let's see questions but i presume you can't hand code the aggregating and won't be live this has got to be automated yes no you can actually just kind of pre-plan um that you want to go in there and update say once a quarter. If you want to, you can do it once a month or you can have a dev done. Um, Dev done is the easiest because there's no work involved for you, but you remember what happened with those reviews and here's local business, no aggregate rating whatsoever, but they are number one. So there's something to be said for that. Um, uh, As I was saying, dev done is gone, but if you're doing it where you're bringing in those individual reviews, like we saw in those other sites, that could get a little bloated so you want to kind of teach it to pick the last 10 and then rotate those out which is fine because you're changing the code and when you're changing the code the schema gets updated um and then the page is shown as updated by google so also um good um and then so you guys all get the point right so you want to go through the different schemas of the people that are getting what you're being reward, what they're being rewarded in this case, how do I get, or how am I going to add, or how do I add review snippets to get the stars in the search results? So we go through that process and we, we see what they're doing. Um, let me do one more, a couple more. There's Accu, so we see that one. And, come on, there's got to be another one in here. Uh, Virtual West Biz, we'll look at that one. And I searched for Seattle SEO, in case you listen to the podcast and you can't see me doing anything. Um, And what we're going to do is I'm going to open four of them, and that's not one I want to open, Facebook. We don't want that one. I guess really Facebook would be fine. We're looking at schema. I jumped all the way to the page four. There you go. Um, and we'll run Facebook schema too. So let's look at the structured data testings tool. All right. So let's we'll see that one. Let's see what Facebook is doing. And then we'll see what these four agencies are doing. Well, that brings up I rolled back to the top of the questions. Do you recommend a plugin that allows you to add your own custom code? If not, do you already add the code? Ideally, you want to uh, if you're on a WordPress kind of thing, you want to plugin that will let you add your own custom code. Uh, the best of both worlds um, where you get good schema to have better than nothing, and you can add your own custom stuff and remove the schema is SEO press pro SEO press pro. You can turn on the basic schema. And then when you're done with that and you, and to have it across, let's say you get a site that doesn't have any schema at all. Handwriting schema takes a long ass time. So you want to turn on the default stuff that's in there and just have something because something is better than nothing. And, and then you can actually switch it over to custom on a per page basis as you handwrite your code. Um, so far, by and far, the best tool for, for doing schema. If, you already, if you're like a Yoast lover and you're, you're fine with their substandard schema, um, better than most schema, but still substandard can, compared to what I write, um, then you can just use a plugin like insert headers and footers. Um, if you've got Yoast, but you don't want to switch to SEO plugins, then disable Yoast completely and use a plugin like insert headers and footers, and you can drop it in there. Uh, and if you're on like a, a platform like a Shopify or whatever else that you just don't have access uh, to the head or it's just kind of a pain just use google tag manager save yourself the drama uh, trust me i've been through like finding ways around the drama uh, and it's kind of a it's just a pain so just save yourself the drama use tag manager and apply your schema with tag manager all right so looking through here web page schema this is complete crap breadcrumb schema Good try, guys. Professional service. Again, this is an SEO agency for crying out loud. Um, nothing's perfect, but come on. You got the schema is written horribly. There's aggregate rating. It's right there. There's aggregate rating. It's right there. So it's on there twice under professional service and then site navigation element. So aggregate rating in the SEO industries for that one is what's showing. Uh, Webbiz visual, that one timed out, so I'll run it again just to see what happens. Insignia SEO, local business, it's not there. Uh, article, actually, I bet you it's under product. Product, aggregate rating, there it is. And there's the review right there. The description is missing. I would have added the description. Um, that may have helped. That may help with a little bit of ranking, but the review type is there uh, and the aggregate rating is there. So that kind of coincides with what we are doing before. That's insigniaseo.com. Here's the Facebook and the testing tool is not going to read it. Not too surprised about that. And let's go back into virtual webs. What do we say services there's no aggregate rating in there. review the review schema is there. review body the rating so reviews there. look at service Oh here I looked at service article uh, nothing. another version of article. That's Yoast. Bet you. Yep. It's Yoast. It's on one line. Uh, FAQ page. Uh, all right. So, where the hell is the aggregate rating? I bet you it's pulling it from this. The one star. So, that's interesting. So, we've seen. So, what have we seen so far? One, they all had, except for this one, had aggregate rating. Um, in this case, the review is only one review, and then the review type, and then they fired off the stars. So there's two different variations that you can check in your market to see if you can pull it off. So pretty, pretty interesting. So it's not always aggregating. Um, we only found that one example, but I bet if we looked around close enough, we'd probably find more. Maybe. Uh, let's get to questions. That's really all I got on that and how to, and how to, to kind of reverse engineer and see if you can get the stars to fire for you. Um, all right. So Sean's asked, what schema do you recommend for local business? It's, it depends on the local business, right? So, um, if there is no subcategory and there's a big old list of subcategories of local businesses like roofer, um, lawyers, that kind of stuff, um, home and home service contractors, et cetera, you got to find the one. You can narrow it down to the one that's closest to you. You can just do local business. You can say we're a local business and not talk about the actual market you're into. 100% totally acceptable. You can do it. Um, but for the most part, you want to narrow it down if you can. And that's really just and that's really just to tie it in so that you can get some more relevancy for your market so that the um, proximity search and identifies you, in this case, if you're in a restaurant and says, yep, that's a restaurant, you said it's a restaurant, your GMB says it's a restaurant, your citations say it's a restaurant, you're probably a restaurant. All right, so they're gonna um, have a little bit better of that for you so when so in the regard any to answer your question uh, Sean it just depends on which kind of local business you have uh, let's see product aggregate ratings on every equitable page but business ratings on GMB just on home no uh, product aggregate ratings on every page that talks about that product would be totally fine. I'd probably just choose the product page though or the sales page depending on how your website's set up. Uh and then the business ratings you could put it on your home unless you're a local business with multiple locations and then you have the internal page. Uh I would it, and that will help you a little bit better. So um what I mean is if you're... Let me see. It's kind of pain. Let me... There you go. So homepage is showing. We all know that Google's not going to show stars on homepages anymore. So you can put the aggregate rating on here for your business if you want to. And it's, it's fine. It's not going to show up. It's fine. But if you ranked... Uh, if you actually did your home pages like they're supposed to be, your homepage is your business card, and then you had a, um, in this case, this is Yuma Roofer. They had a page about Yuma Roofing. Then I would put my business ratings on that, on that page, on that internal page, um, and only that internal page. But you can, under the guidelines of uh, the developers now, um, you can use schema on your organizational page. It's just not going to show. So, um, and maybe something that you guys want to play around with. So if you and if you do get caught, you can just send them that and go. Look, I put my schema in your organizations. Like the guidelines say, uh, the guidelines also say. Uh, um, I don't know. Maybe they don't say. Let's go. Um, yeah, here we go. Dual Developer Organization. Uh, they don't even address organization in here. So you have no guidelines that say that you can't put it site-wide in organization. Um, that's a good test. I might do that. I got a couple test sites. I'll put that on there site-wide and see what happens, see how long it takes to get caught. <laughs> we'll see what does. Uh, Rank Math, look like they're focusing on schema development tool. It's getting better. <laughs> I, they'll never get better than my schema. I'll put it that way. They'll never get better than what you can write on your own. So stop depending on those tools. That's all I can tell you. They, If they don't update and they don't keep them working, uh, if they don't pay attention to every one of the schema rules, uh, et cetera, they're not used to working in your particular market, so you're missing out on X, Y, and Z things that you can add to your schema. Um bleh that's why I say that Blah. are those guys using product structured data and are a service provider surely that's wrong it's uh it could be like let's say you do websites you're building websites that it's not a tangible thing so technically you're providing a service of building websites but your website is your product so you know that's kind of a plan where it's uh, let's see. Prague Adagir Rages on Evagle. I right, already got that one. Rank Math, I already got that one. What the hell is going on with this chat thing? Uh, John Mueller said a couple of weeks ago, this is from Elton Musa. John Mueller said a couple of weeks ago that you shouldn't use Tag Manager for schema. Have you found any reason that might not be good? No, other than he probably doesn't know how to use Tag Manager for schema. Uh the, the down the reason um the only reason I could think of that he would even recommend that is because you actually have to modify this the script code a little bit. And that modification is I'm trying to find you a schema example. Let's go to um here. Just so you can see, JSON LD. Here, see this, these two lines, script and the closing graph script. When you're putting it in a tag manager, it that doesn't work. So I think I have something saved in here. Um, that converts it for me. Tag Manager, here it is, Sadio George. So you put your JSON code in there. And then as you see right here, see it changed? It's a different line. And then this stuff you can actually delete. That's fine. But it's that starting line right there. If you put the normal line, schema type equals application, blah, blah, blah. It breaks. It it won't validate in when you're applying it with Tag Manager. But at the end of the day, that's all that you have to do. And you can actually pop that in there by URL, by code, by page, however you want to do it. And you can actually, uh, if you if you know a lot about enough about coding and etc., you can actually change that around and do some even more cool stuff and, and get it to um, automatically update based off of CSS selectors inside of your page for you um, as well. So that's kind of nifty. Um, but yeah I'm honestly John mueller is a great spokesman for Google but I'm sure he has an SEO at a local website in his life um, so why he would recommend not doing tag manager obviously it's better if you can put it on your website but let's say you're an agency and you're working with 30 different cms's why the hell would you want to learn 30 when you can learn how to just implement it with tag manager and you'd be done with it uh, let's see. And Simos, can we get away with having Agnes schema without actually showing any reviews, stars, or ratings in our content? Uh, under the terms of service, you have to have the con- the the reviews. Some of the or reviews have to be shown on your page. Doesn't have to be all your reviews. Doesn't even have to be reviews that you generated on your website. You can aggregate reviews from other places, but they got to be shown on your page. If you met, met that, then you would pass a manual review. Should someone complain and turn you over, um, otherwise, you can actually can you get away with it? Sure, you can. It just depends on how long it takes till someone catches up to you uh, and turns you in. <laughs> right, uh, and uh, you know, for the most part, I think I've only seen one or two schema review penalty review penalties. Uh, and we got those lifted within like 24 hours. Hey, this is across your website. Oops, shut it all off, put it on one page. Here's what I did. I implemented it. I fixed it, and the reviews are showing on my page. Uh, And now within Terminal Service Guidelines, boom, the the penalty is reviewed, lifted. Uh, And it didn't even have a negative effect on your rankings. It was just I couldn't show stars anymore. Which is, you know, that's that's probably the best Google could do in handling that uh, situation with those. So um, can you do it? Yes. Can you get away with it? Yes, for a little bit. Um, but if you can kind of aggregate them, then why not? So uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Digital Ear. Let's look at the Phoenix page. Uh, I'm in... I'm in compliance. Here's the reviews. Here's the aggregate review. Uh, And then you can actually leave a review. Right? It's there. Uh, You could actually leave a review. So all of the, the functions that I was supposed to have in order to get the review stars, it's all there. I have a way on my site to collect reviews. I'm displaying the reviews. I have the aggregate rating count of the reviews. It's all there. Um, based off of what we're we're looking at, what, what am I missing? And I'm going to say that it's probably the reviews um, thing. So professional service. Uh, I don't even know if I put aggregate rating in here yet to be... honest. Founder potential. This is my schema. Uh, Try to do this with your gay ass rank math plugin. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so it's not even in there. So what am I missing? I'm missing aggregate rating, and I'm missing the reviews. And then I might more than likely get the stars. So I'm going to try that out. We'll apply that to the Phoenix page uh, and the Phoenix structure data, and we'll let you know. Um, As a matter of fact, let's see. Because I want to show off. Uh, Let's see if I can find it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Looking, looking. Jonix, boom. It's so my schema, three hundred fifty-two lines. It's um, this is just a little bit easier. There's my services. Knows about. Geo's image. Yep, I don't have it in there. So I can add a aggregate rating in there. I can add some reviews, and then we'll see uh, what pops off uh, and uh, how that how that works out. I'll put that in there, and I'll update you guys next week. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, I savage. (laughs) I savage. I'm equal opportunity (laughs) savager. Honestly, I didn't even, I, there was Rank Math. Rank Math came out around the same time as the SEO Press Pro guys. Uh, Rank Math's Indian. They were giving away for free. I knew that money was going to be just start changing hands uh, soon enough. Uh, Yoast was there. They just stepped up their game with, S, with Schema. I had not done my Schema test yet. Uh, and then there was SEO Press Pro uh, and then SEO Ultimate. Uh, those are the ones that I was, I was dinking around with. I did my schema test. I realized that the basic schema that you're getting out of plugins like Yoast, et cetera, the basic let's just do this minimum, bare, bare minimum thing was actually not working at all. So then I had to find some that I could implement uh, within the plugin. Um, because why add two plugins when I can just add one SEO press pro allowed me to do that. Uh, so that's why I moved to that. I don't, and rank math could have all those features who knows, but you know, I, people use it cause it's, Oh, it's the, it's the new greatest thing. It makes me easy and makes me seem smart. But at the end of the day, it, it doesn't, um, let's see. Uh, that's a work of art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're. There's something else. I I think I had one more I could show you guys that I did. I gotta. Let's see if I can find it really quick. But the longest schema I ever wrote was two thousand lines. I don't think I'm gonna find it. I think I deleted it. Yeah, I think I deleted it, but it was like two thousand lines. I mean, you ever seen that? What's the movie um, with um, the movie stars never go full retard? Yeah, I went full retard. It seems <laughs> Like two thousand lines in there, just to see what you can do. Um, that's that's you know you can kind of kind of play with that stuff and and see how you're going. Um, again, don't depend on plugins for your schema. Uh, they're better than nothing but they might as well be nothing when it comes to ranking because if every let's say there's 1 million websites using rank math 1 million websites have now set the bar this is what all these websites are showing so hey reviewer this is kind of the standard now that's what happens so new thing comes up get some ranking benefit Everyone does that new thing. Now it's the standard. And now you have to exceed, meet or exceed that standard. So Yoast implemented graph, increased the standard, got some love. Now it's the standard, 5 million plus installs or whatever how that number is. I'm, I'm sure it's more hundred, higher than 5 million. And now that's the standard. Rank Math, SEO Press Pro, SEO Ultimate, all those tools came up and met the standard or maybe just a little bit more. Uh, And that little bit more provided temporary ranking boost until the standard level is now the same again. Mm -hmm. These are my little barkers, right? Standard level is the same. When you manually write your schema, you... Push the standard down, and now you're the new standard. Especially when you combine it with good, well-optimized content and a good link profile, you become the standard. Who is going to write 500 lines of code for schema? Probably not very many people. Who is going to be able to automate my schema? I'm sure there's a dev out there somewhere that could probably figure it out. Um, but you're going to need NLP API, TextRazor API, uh, IBM Watson API. You're going to need uh, a content uh, analysis tool um, that compares... The top 100 results. You're going to need a a tool that looks at the entities of the top 100 results and tells you which ones are there. You're going to need a TDI EDF tool. You're going to need all these other little things to even get close to what I'm doing with schema with a plugin, right? So I that's why you need to be you need to be up here. You need to be setting the standard. Does it take more time? Does it take more work? Yes. So you need to be selective in what you're going to apply the that manual schema to. But you need to do it. You just got to do it. Um, so we're going to fix the Phoenix SEO page. Uh, I'll show that off to you guys next week. Um, update the template. If you're on whatranks.com, my course is there. Check that out. I'll, set, I'll put the new template inside of whatranks.com. Uh, I have a whole bunch of templates. You can just go in there and kind of remove and replace. Um, so those are there. And then I will also do it to my keyword research page. I don't know if you guys know that, that the keyword research page. I just, I ranked it. Uh, it should be keyword research services is where it's sitting at. Let me see. Not keyword. Keep it keyword. Research services. Can bell services? Right. I don't want price. I don't care about a price. Uh, alphanumeric, page one power, should be over here on page two somewhere. Do, 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 do. There it is, bottom page two. That's just content optimization uh, using Surfer, Cognitive SEO, and Phrase. Or Phrase, Cognitive SEO, and InLinks, I'm sorry. Uh, and we'll do some schema, we'll add schema to that, we'll see how that goes. I know that it's ranking even better for some of these other variations let's see page two or bottom page two for that other one Uh, a little higher Uh, let's see keyword analysis service number three services number one two three four five six number six not too bad um, and I didn't do any schema yet. What else I didn't do? I didn't do Cora. Like I got person in here. What's that? Oh, that's from my uh, theme, I think. That's from my theme too. No, this is a SEO Press Pro. I turned on the site navigation because I didn't want to do breadcrumb stuff. I turned that on so I get the site navigation element in case they you know, they decide they want to give me the little snippets underneath um, that's there. And then the person is in SEO press Perth two. It's pretty much the same for all my site, all my, my entire site across the board. So why not do it like that? Um, but I'll, that's automatic so I haven't added the schema. I haven't optimized this with Q- Coralite um, or surfer or pop or any of that crap. Uh, so I, I'll go in and do Coralite on this and then I'll add this schema to this page and um, I'll show you that next week too. We'll see where and we'll see what happens. That'd be a nice live test to see what's going on. All right, any questions? Bitches, gripes, complaints. Perfect. Thank you all guys for showing up. Let's see. One more. El, Elton Moose, What kind of snippet you get with site navigation? Site navigation snippet is just really, that's the, let me open this back up. Uh, I want to get, here we go. Uh, breadcrumbs, will fire this off. Uh, right. Uh, and site links will fire this off. And basically, what I'm going for is this stuff right here. If it shows up, great. If it doesn't show up, great. I don't care. Um, it's kind of like just an extra thing. But this right here, where the multiple links kind of pop in, that's what's feeding us. It's your. If you look at your, um, look at most of the sites that have that, they're not necessarily using breadcrumbs. They're using site navigation, um, or Google is pulling it out of the actual the nav menu. So I think Digital Ears is coming out of the out of the nav menu and pages that have um, more traffic. So, yeah, see, SEO this week, contact, SEO. This one, this one, and this one are in the nav, I believe. Yeah, services, blog, contact. Um, So these two are coming out of the nav, and then these three I'm fairly sure are coming out of, based off of traffic levels. Um, that are are there. So there's no real, there's no schema on this page that is causing that. It's just kind of happening. So I just kind of want to trigger that and and pay attention to it a little bit. If I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. Honestly, this this really doesn't bother me to whether I get it. I'm not, not that excited about it. And when I say this, I should probably show you this right here. These little snippets inside of there. You guys let me get through all of that without even showing it to you on the screen. My talking head. Um, alright. I think that's it. I appreciate you guys. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Sean, you guys need to be faster. Uh if our business has 50 Google reviews, should we add them to the website and do the review schema? Um It depends on how you implement. If you just want to do screenshots of the schema, then, you know, five to 10 based on your design is probably more than enough. Um, If you implement it with, like I use WP business reviews, WP business reviews. um, And you can pull in, like I did, I can pull in all of those reviews and then you can filter them if you want to to get rid of the garbage. Um, Then that's, That's fine as well. In regards to the review schema, I would do aggregate rating and probably 10. Maybe even five. Start off with five. Do aggregate rating five. Get a recrawl. See what happens. Wait a little bit. Stars don't show up. Go to 10. Do the recrawl. Stars show up. There you go. So now you know you need 10, 10 of those. But you see from the reviews that we checked out, it was one to three, to five, to that one site that had a ton of them. There's Maybe it's just having them in there. So try that out too. Just one, aggregate rating, review. Your best review, the one that you like the most, put that in there. And then use a new review for each different page that you want to try to get the stars on. Uh, And that may help you out uh, a little bit too. So this is where the SEO testing thing comes in. Uh, But I have no doubt you'll be able to, to... To narrow that down a little bit and and get some better numbers. Uh, Okay. This time I mean it. Thank you all (laughs) for coming. Thank you for engaging with me. Thank you for all the questions and comments. I appreciate it. If you want to, if you have questions and comments for me, join SEO this week, show up every Mondays, 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's Arizona time. Uh, We do our own thing. You've daylight savings time people. You don't even worry about what you guys are doing. So, Um, and uh, come ask me questions, uh, leave questions in the comments. If you have any topics you want to discuss, let me know. I have no problems doing them. The last two shows were all about our questions that came from you guys. Uh, and we did all nice little training sessions on them to help you out, help your business grow. And, uh, as always, I'm a greedy capitalist. So if you want to, mean to do all your SEO work, come check me out at Digital Ear, or if you want to learn some more stuff from me, uh, go check out whatranks.com or seointelligenceagency.com. And beyond that, I'll see you guys next week. Have a great week.